Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Chin Music with award-winning author Rick Robinson. We're going to talk Major League Baseball Hall of Fame inductees. Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, Marvin Miller, Al Michaels, and much, much more. Got great stories on all of those people. Great information for you right here on Chin Music, talking some Major League Baseball Hall of Fame stuff. All right, don't forget to connect with me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Just look for Tommy Chrysan. I'm the oldest dude on TikTok, talking sports with TK. And check out the new website if you like to bet on football meatandpotatoesusa.com. Do check it out. We're going to hear a message from our host at Anchor for all these podcasts. Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Rick Robinson for another episode of Chin Music. I am Tommy Chrysan. You are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Rick Robinson. As I mentioned, it's time for Chin Music, our look at Major League Baseball, and we're going to talk Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame inductions, and Rick's got a great story coming up as well. Rick Robinson, how are you doing today? Tommy, I'm uh, doing wonderful. It was great to see baseball back into an induction ceremony mode yesterday, uh, despite everything's still going on with the pandemic and, and taking in what I think was a, was a stellar class of individuals, uh, including uh, in the main class of hall of famers, one non baseball player. Uh, so, you know, the ba- baseball took in Jeter Simmons Walker and the infamous or famous, whichever side you sit on the bargaining table of Marvin Miller. Yeah, it was an exciting thing. Let's talk Derek Jeter first. Uh, You know, a a Yankee captain, five-time World Series champion, played with the Yankees all his life, Uh, shortstop that that was good in the clutch, always hit after the seventh inning, and always seemed to be in the right spot at the right time with that relay play against uh, Oakland many years ago in the playoffs and the diving into row two, but more so a consistent, very good baseball player on a very good team. For a long time, Rick, Rick Robinson, your thoughts on Derek Jeter? You know the same thing. You, you just can't deny that that he's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the the, the better shortstops to play the game in a game in which the shortstops excel. And you take a look at at his career and his lifetime and what he did. And uh, now a lot of people don't like him because, well, he was with the Yankees, uh, but. You know, he still is. There's no doubt that that he's a a Hall of Famer. Uh, You know, I I think the one that's interesting here for me, first off, I I like Larry Walker being in. Well, yeah, and I got one more thing on Jeter. Um, A good friend of mine who was a major league uh, kind of backup outfielder, bounced around the league for over 10 years, David DeLucci, a member of the Diamondbacks in 01 when they won the World Series. Uh, But Derek Jeter – 
David was with the Yankees for about a season and a half. And David had bounced around the league. He was with numerous clubs. And he told me one time, he said, one of my favorite teammates ever was Derek Jeter, just the way he treated everybody in the clubhouse. And this is a guy who, you know, he was not a superstar. David was not. But he was on seven or eight different clubs. But yet he said Derek Jeter was one of his favorite teammates. And they were only a teammate for about a year and a half. All right, continue on, Rick. Larry Walker. I love Larry Walker for one reason. He didn't want to be a baseball player. <laughs> he wanted to play what? hockey. When he was yeah. a kid growing up, he was a, he had a he had a stick and, and gloves on, and he wanted to be a hockey a major league hockey player. He wanted to play in the NHL. Uh, I don't know where the conversion came nor how it came. Uh, but when he was uh, going through his early days of coming up and trying to figure out uh, as a kid what he wanted to play, he wanted he wanted to go to the NHL. He wanted to be a he wanted to be a Rocket Richard of of uh, of his of his generation. Ends up getting into baseball and has a Hall of Fame career. Ted Simmons, I think, is well, an well, interesting. Let me choice. let me comment let me comment on Walker. One thing I liked about Larry Walker. He never took the game too serious. Now, his numbers speak for themselves, okay? I mean, the 300-plus career batting average, et cetera. But he always had fun playing the game, kind of like Ken Griffey Jr. He had that fun. You know, he, yeah. he told a story about how to first, he signed with the Cardinals and the first at-bat he ever had with the Cardinals. He struck out, and he got a standing ovation from the Cardinal fans because they were happy to have Larry Walker on their team, even though they struck out. And he's like, what's going on here? I struck out, and they cheered. But – he had fun. He didn't take the game too seriously, but obviously he took it serious enough to be a Hall of Famer. That's what I remember about Larry Walker and quite the hitter. Ted Simmons was an interesting choice this time, I think, for the for the Hall of Fame. Uh, I was looking up the stats on him the other day, and he does have one very unique, I think, stat that stands out there, and that he was the first catcher to start in an All-Star game for both leagues. He was voted an all-star and the first team starting all-star in both leagues, starting catcher, first guy to ever do that. I, you know, and I remember Ted Simmons as a kid. I don't remember his his career numbers being really what they were when I looked at them. Uh, I more remember a baseball card than anything. But uh, Ted Simmons, I think, was another good choice for the Hall of Fame this year. And what I remember about Ted Simmons, he played the game so hard. I mean, he was all out every pitch, whether he was catching or the long hair flying in the wind when he was trying to turn a double into a triple. He played the game all out. Again, numbers speak for themselves. They're in the Hall of Fame. But I look at this as like, what do I remember? I remember Ted Simmons playing the game very, very hard every single pitch. And that's one of the reasons he's in the Hall of Fame. And then a guy that never had a baseball card, but may have done more to change the game than anybody else. Jim Bunning went to New Jersey to see if Richard Nixon would represent the Players Association in a contract negotiation. Nixon said that he was busy. He had a political career in mind. He was going to run for, uh, I think it was, I can't remember if it was governor or president at the time. But he told Jim he couldn't do it. Jim Bunning and the Players Association then went to a guy named Marvin Miller, and they hired Marvin Miller to do the to do the negotiation on the players' contract. 
and that literally changed the game of baseball. Marvin Miller never had a card inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the financial impact he had on the game and on thousands of players is you can't measure it. I mean, you know, created free agency basically and gave the players more power when negotiating with the owners or the franchises. So, you know, Marvin Miller, look, Ted Simmons mentioned him in his Hall of Fame speech that, you know, without Marvin Miller, the, the game of baseball, you know, who knows if it would have blossomed the way it has. Uh, and, and I like the fact that, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he never had a baseball card. He, he never played right field. He never pinch hit. I mean, that wasn't it. But probably some players would tell you, more importantly, the financial impact that has spun off of what Marvin Miller did for the Players Association is immeasurable, and I think he should be in the Hall of Fame because of the impact on the game. I also looked down, the one that surprised me out of all the other awards that were given out yesterday, I was surprised at the Floyd Frick Award winner, Kenny Harrelson, the Hawk. Uh, The only thing I remember about his career, I'd never heard him announce, but I remember him getting into a fight with Pete Rose in the the playoffs. But I was surprised, and I don't know if you were not, that Al Michaels had not won the Floyd Frick Award previously. Yeah, I think Al Michaels is, is, you know, an example of of a sportscaster and an announcer and his delivery, his timing, his knowledge of the game, his knowledge of the sport, his knowledge of the history of the sport. I'm like you. I'm a little surprised he hadn't got that award before. Now, Al's probably pushed the envelope a few times over the years. He was one of the first announcers to kind of talk about gambling indirectly. Like during a football game, there'd be a late touchdown and it may have affected the point spread, and he'd say, make a comment like, hey, a lot of you know what that touchdown just meant. Of course, he was referring to the gamblers, and that was kind of frowned upon, but now all the major professional sports are embracing the gambler. Yeah, yeah, I mean, now you have all the all the online uh, legit sports uh, betting uh, appara- apps and everything else. Uh, but, again, I was just kind of – Al Michaels got his yeah. start here in Cincinnati during the Big Red Machine years. And I was just kind of, you know, he had just such the great voice, uh, the perfect voice for announcing. And maybe it's because he did so many sports. We remember him also from the, from the, uh, do you believe in miracles call? Uh, and maybe he announced so many sports that baseball along the way was forgotten. But Al Michaels to me was the, the original voice of the big red machine on television when I was watching him. And so I, I'm glad that, uh, he was picked out on that, and again, kind of shocked that he hadn't been been voted in before. All right, Rick Robinson. I have never been to Cooperstown. It's on my bucket list. I'd like to get it done one day. Some of my dear friends say, ah, I can't believe you hadn't done that yet. Well, I'm getting a little bit older, but it is definitely near the top of my bucket list. Rick Robinson, you have been to Cooperstown. Uh, kind of a couple of stories about that. Please share that with the audience I, of Chin Music. I was in. I was in Cooperstown for an, indu- for an induction ceremony, and there is nothing like Cooperstown on an induction day. Uh, you walk around town, and you just don't know who you're going to run into walking up and down the streets. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you see people that were on the side of the street signing baseballs that, you know, were, were uh, you know, j- just incredible to be there, to, 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 to be part of it. 
and to to walk through the town and to be part of the town on an induction day was was incredible. I was there in '96 when my friend Jim Bunning got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the I guess the funniest story that I remember for that day there were so many things going on. We had the whole family up there. We had everything else, and it was in the middle of the Reds having their problems with their owner at the time, Mark Schott. And a friend of, she wanted to definitely be there to see Jim inducted into the Hall of Fame. She really was uh, friends with Jim and Mary Bunning. She wanted to go up. They flew her up that day, took her straight from the airport to the Hall of Fame induction. But she was attacked by press as she came walking in. And myself one of other, and one of other Jim's friends instantly became March shot security guards <laughs> surrounding her, walking her through the slew of press uh, as she tried to make her way to her seats that they had for the owners that were right down front. And the thing that I remember was they told her, it's okay if you go to Cooperstown, but don't say a word. And she had cards printed up that said, no comment, signed March shot. person that we went past we handed out a small business card that said no comment march shot everybody shouting questions everybody looks some guy looks at me and goes are you her bodyguard and i said yeah i'm the only five six bodyguard in the history of bodyguards (laughs) but we we got we got margie to her seat Uh, the ceremony went off wonderfully you know it it was kind of fun. We were in the front row uh, for for when Jim Bunning and Earl Weaver got inducted, and it was just, again, one of those days where you, when you walk up and down the streets of Cooperstown, you go to the ballpark, you do all those various things, you feel so much of the vibe of the history of baseball, and it, it, it's something to behold. Tommy, when you go, you got to go during an induction induction weekend because it's something very special. All right, I'm going to have to add that part of the memo to the, my bucket list. Hey, Rick Robinson, as we wrap this up next week on Chin Music, we'll talk about the division races, the wild card races, as it's heating up, as there's only a handful of weeks left in the MLB season. We'll do that next week we'll on see, Chin we'll Music. We'll see if my Cincinnati Red Legs can actually give away the wild card spots that they have had for so, in position for for so long. Oh, my God, Tommy, they're doing everything they can to not make the playoffs. And, again, we'll get into that next week on Chin Music. Please share this podcast with all your friends. Rick, before you go, tell people how they can get a hold of your award-winning book. You're an author. You've got numerous books that are published. Tell folks how they can get a copy. All you have to do is go to Amazon, go to my author page, and they are all listed right there on that page. Rick Robinson, we appreciate it. Have a good weekend. We'll talk next week with another episode of Chin Music. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.